Welcome to the Shine and Seek podcast. This is Susie Draper, and I'm so happy that you stopped by to listen today. I wanted to talk a little bit about how we take care of ourselves, and by that I don't mean a spa day or anything along those lines necessarily, although all of that is great. Um, But I guess to get into it, let me ask you a question to start it off. Um, Take a minute and close your eyes and just breathe in and out deeply and evenly. And think about some of the things that you might deal with in your life day in and day out making decisions, uh, brainstorming, negotiating, whether with your boss or a child, (laughs) both equally challenging probably, Uh, giving a presentation, helping a friend through a hard time, being there for your family, whether you're a mom or a daughter or a sister or a wife or all of those things and more rolled in together. And the list goes on and on. And I'm sure you have many more that will come up for you. And now I want you to think about how you want to show up for those situations. Just kind of try and get a picture of it in your mind. And see if any, any words come up that describe how you would want to show up for those situations. I'm going to go out on a limb here and guess that you would choose happy, centered, and calm over miserable, disconnected, and frantic. Am I right? I hope so. (laughs) Because I think we all want that sense of peace and happiness and to know that we're showing up for things in our life from a place of the best possible intention and um, to really bring the love forward into every situation that we that we long for for people to reflect back to us and show to us in any situations and one of the things that I've really learned in order to get to that more centered, peaceful place is that really focusing on my inner life has much greater effect than trying to control everything in my outer life, if that makes sense. Um, I mean, if you think about it, the more, if you really, really think about it, the more you try to control everything the more you feel like everything is spinning out of control. It makes no logical sense (laughs) because you would think the more you are driving the ship, the more things will go according to plan. But, you know, the plan that you may think is right for something may not be the plan or path or 
whatever you want to call it, that you're meant to take. And trying to get myself into that place, I've really kind of whittled it down to three things that I can do on a daily basis that will more often than not put me into the peaceful, harmonious, um, you know, kind of more flow feeling that I want. And uh, I think that can sound a little overwhelming to people like it would take a lot of time and you have to do all these different things and all these steps and half your day will be gone by the time you've you know centered yourself quote unquote uh but i think that i'm just going to tell you about three of the things that i do and i mean they could really be done in 10 or 15 minutes a day depending on how long you would want to do one of them for and um you know, I know a lot of people say that they don't have time for that. And I think the most genius answer I ever heard in response to that in terms of meditation was uh, a Gabby Bernstein video talking about meditation, which I'll link in the show notes, where she basically says, when people tell me they don't have time to meditate, I ask them if they have time to feel like crap. So <laughs> ask yourself that question and I'm probably guessing that you're not going to say that you would rather feel like crap. So the first thing that I do, which I've talked about here before, is quieting my mind. And I do that through meditation. Um, but I think people can get to that place in a lot of different ways. You know, for some people, it's cooking really lets them kind of like let go of the day and be in the process of the chopping and sauteing and mixing and all of that kind of lets them calm down in the, in the rhythm of their mind and really let go of the day. Uh, for some people, it may be running or exercise in a different way or painting or creating music or whatever it is. Um, meditation is, I think, a widely recognized, incredibly um, accessible and helpful way to do that, especially in the morning. And... So I think if you do it for even just five minutes, it will create huge shifts for you in just how you, how you notice yourself feeling. You know, I think it gives you a couple of extra seconds of uh, time so you can respond to something instead of react, which is a huge difference when it comes to the moment and how you're uh, interacting with people in your life. And I would say also that in terms of meditation, there are so many different kinds. And I 
have been trained to practice transcendental meditation, which is like a four-day process where they give you your own personal uh, mantra and kind of teach you how to do the practice, but also why it works. And I remember one of the things that the teacher um, told us about the thoughts coming up during your meditation is that basically like the thoughts coming up is your stress being released. So when you notice tons of thoughts coming up and you feel like you're doing it wrong because you're not all calm and zen, it's quite the opposite. The thoughts coming up is, is you releasing all of that stuff you've been um, holding inside. And so each time I feel myself veering, they give you a mantra in TM, so you focus on repeating this, um, you call it a word or a phrase, I guess it's a word, but it doesn't, it's not like apple, it doesn't mean anything, so you don't lead yourself kind of into thinking about things that um, associate with that, I mean it means something, but I don't know the definition of it, it's in another language and doesn't um, automatically trigger connections for me to other things, uh, so you basically repeat that silently to yourself and then when you kind of notice that you've drift, uh, drifted away from it and you notice your thinking, you notice you're having a thought, then you just notice that and come back to the mantra and don't beat yourself up for <laughs> veering off the course of the mantra in the first place. Um, but I kind of learning that was uh, a huge weight off my shoulders a little bit because I think in the beginning I really thought it was about clearing your entire mind of thoughts and being perfectly peaceful and zen and just going into some state like that. And there are meditations, practices that are like that, uh, but that's not the only way to get there. And I think that's a misconception a lot of people have. So I just want to clear that up and take away a little of the uh, fear in that area. Now, the second thing that I do is to get my thoughts out of my head. And yes, you can do that by talking with people and hashing things out. But one of the things that I do that is a really simple thing, but also super powerful, is called morning pages. And this is not only for people who love writing or who are writers even or you know, have kept a diary since they were five or anything like that. I kind of think of it as uh, the burning off of a layer of uh, morning fog. I grew up in Northern California, so like the fog in San Francisco is a great analogy for me. Where like it would always be kind of foggy, and then around noon it would break and give way to the blue sky. And for me, meditation kind of starts that fog lifting process, and then morning pages really brings it home. I was introduced to the concept of morning pages in Julia Cameron's book, The Artist's Way, which you may have heard of, you may have not. Um, and it's really like a self-guided book course um, practice that helps you really connect to your creative self and do small practices to uh, really enhance your ability to tap into your creativity also. Um, and I'm just going to read you actually the official description of Morning Pages from her. Okay, she says, Morning Pages are three pages of longhand stream of consciousness writing 
done first thing in the morning. There is no wrong way to do morning pages. They are not high art. They are not even quote unquote writing. They are about anything and everything that crosses your mind and they are for your eyes only. Morning pages provoke clarity, comfort, cajole, prioritize, and synchronize the day at hand. Do not overthink morning pages. Just put three pages of anything on the page and then do three more pages tomorrow. So basically what it is, is you are asked to freehand stream of consciousness, write three pages by hand, not on your computer. There's something about that connection of like your eyes to paper and the pen in your hands that kind of lets things flow in a different way. And obviously you can pick the size of the notebook. So those three pages can be whatever size you want them to be. But, um, you know, I think a lot of people will often think, well, there's no, no possible way that I could write three pages every day. Like I don't have that many deep thoughts. This is not going to work for me. And like, it's just not going to happen. I can't do it. But it's funny, once you start writing and you just make yourself, stuff comes out that you don't even, that I don't even know that I was thinking. And I'm like, hmm, <laughs> it's like a way of, I don't know, almost talking to yourself because things can come out in a way on the page that you wouldn't necessarily be able to just make sense of them if you're ruminating on it in your mind. And, um, you know, you have to remember the point of it is not to have three pages of deep thoughts every day. If that's what comes out and you have revelations on a daily basis, then great. But, you know, more often than not, it's just going to be the stream of conscious list of stuff that is taking up time in time and space in your head. And, you know, it could <laughs> you could start out by doing it and being like, you know, I have to pick up my dry cleaning today. Uh... I hate this girl at work, this sucks, I don't have anything to say, I don't want to be writing this. Like you could just write, I don't want to be writing this and this sucks for three pages. And eventually something will start to come out. But it's kind of like, it's a cool thing to try and practice because there's such freedom in it. You know, you're not trying to really phrase things in that perfect way and spell everything perfectly and get your punctuation on point. You just like let it roll <laughs> and what comes out comes out and um I think I can't remember exactly but I think Julia Cameron like never even looks looks back at hers maybe she does like once a month or something at the end to kind of like take stock of it but a lot of people I think don't even look at them and then like burn them later or you know get rid of them I, I'll go back and look at them sometimes just to see if I've like said anything that was wise to myself that I don't realize on a daily basis um but it's a cool thing to try and do and you know I mean the practice is to do it every day but if you just even if you just do it once in a while I feel like it's probably super helpful just to have that uh, outlet so I hope you try it and then the third thing is to actively let yourself off the hook also could be said as forgiving yourself, which I think is, can be a challenging thing to figure out how to do if you're overthinking it a lot. Um, but if you're stressed out and overwhelmed, and I mean, I know I can start to be harder on myself 
the more I, the more overwhelmed or stressed out I am, the harder I tend to be on myself, which is, you know, a complete catch 22 and like running in like a crazy circle. Like, how is that <laughs> helping anything? Um, but the more I can, uh, you know, kind of, kind of practice that and see, um, how I can forgive myself. I mean, a, a good example is I actually posted a picture, picture of myself for like a throwback Thursday the other day, uh, of myself as a little girl and I have like daisies in my hair and I'm holding a little kitten and I look so cute and innocent and, um, you know, kind of with the, with the text attached to it saying like when I'm judging myself looking at a picture of myself as a little girl like that and realizing like I'm I'm her and she is me and you know the elements of what made up her personality still make up mine today and although obviously you you know learn a lot of different things with age and grow and evolve and all that but you know you're still that cute little girl also and I've actually had a framed picture of myself as a little girl where I look like you know ridiculously happy and I'm wearing like a little white dress and my hair is blonde and I'm in the sunshine um I've had that framed next to my bed for I don't know maybe like a year and a half or two years just to like kind of remind me every morning when I look over it like okay like I'm gonna be nice to her today you know like I might not want to forgive myself as the self I am in this very moment all of the time but it kind of makes it a little bit easier when I look at her and um you know kind of apply it to forgiving her because we're all doing the best we can at any given moment you know if you made some huge error in judgment when you were 10 or you were 20 or you were 30 or beyond, you were doing the best you knew how to do in that given moment. So kind of putting it in that context can help me forgive myself uh, a lot easier a lot of times. Um, and I think having that sense of Forgiveness allows you to loosen those reins of control a little bit more and, um, you know, really just release that need to be perfect and to pretend you've got it all together and all figured out and blah, 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 blah. Um, and that usually ends up being the th like kind of admitting that and, um, you know, realizing that is kind of the thing that will usually make me feel like I have it together, kind of like once I've admitted that I don't really think that I do. Um, and so that's a daily, you know, and that one is all day, every day, just trying to keep a top of mind, whether you put a little post-it on your computer to remind you, um, or in your wallet, or wherever you look a lot on your mirror, and uh, trying to practice that that forgiveness. And, um, so those are the three things kind of that I'm focusing on at the moment that are really working for me. And, uh, if any of those ideas sound interesting to you, I hope you'll try them. And I would also say if you, 
have been listening to this and really not liking what I've been saying and you've been feeling totally resistant and kind of hating the idea of doing any of this stuff, I can speak from experience and tell you that that resistance is more than likely a sure sign that this is exactly what you need to do. I resist, I tend to resist things the most that will help me achieve that greater connection with myself and make me feel peaceful and, um, and more centered, which makes no logical sense. Obviously it makes no sense to me, but I, I recognize it in myself a lot. So I really look hard at things that I resist or people I resist and see, you know, what it's trying to tell me, if there's a lesson to be learned there, or if it's something that will really help me kind of like up level to the next place that I want to, um, that I want to be, which can be scary sometimes, but you know, you're, it's interesting to kind of watch that inner thought process and, you know, the physical reaction that you have to some stuff. So, uh, I hope that this was helpful to you in some way, and I'd love to hear if you try any of these things and how they work for you and if you have any questions. So please feel free to um, visit my blog at shineandseek.com, and you can leave a comment there on the post that this podcast is in, or you can also feel free to email me anytime at Susie at SusieDraper.com. And the contact info is on the blog too. Um, so I hope you have a great day or great night whenever you're listening to this. And I'll talk to you again soon. Thanks for listening. Bye.